When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football. Hour has arrived on the day after. The game was still going on at this point yesterday, but it's long over now. Legend is next. Black hat in the house, baby. Win, lose, or tie. I ride and die with the Crimson Tide. I'm here, pal. I don't run, baby. The posse's after me. They done ran me down here, baby. They done ran me down here to the Pine Bob house, baby. They asked me. I don't care. I'll ride and die with the Crimson Tide, baby. I'll ride and die. I think I got a broken toe, Paul. I learned the <laughs> lesson now on that. I learned a lesson on that last play last night. If you kick a lazy boy, chances are the lazy boy's going to win. I got a toe that looks like a football right now, man. I got a toe that looks like a football. Looking rough, baby. It's looking rough. Let me say this right here, Paul. I stole a sign from Connor Stallions today. You know what it says? No. Tommy Reese nutted up in the big game. He nutted up, Paul. Tommy Reese nutted up. He had a nut lock, Paul. Dude had a nut lock. Let me tell you to play the call. Let me give you the play, Paul, on that last play. Me and you in the huddle, I'm going to tell you the play they should have called. And when you got all season and it comes down to one play, you ought to have a play in your hip pocket if you're a good offensive coordinator. Let me tell you the play we should have ran. The Tebow jump pass. It would have worked automatically, right. man. It would have worked automatically, baby. It would have cost. They didn't do nothing. Everybody in the stadium knew the play that was coming, man. You nutted up, Tommy Reese. And the biggest game of the year, you had a nut lock and nutted up, dude. You nutted up, You, you man. know what? Uh, I, I, as we watch the play again, Milrow had a half a second. He could have he moved to the left, and he didn't do it. No, of course, I, I had to give Bass credit today. That was a good call. I mean, he's been playing Cal Ripken Jr. all year, and he had to play Cal Ripken Jr. on that play too, man. He's been playing Derek Jeter all season, Paul. I mean, hey, I got another sign I, I stole from Connor Stallions. You know what it says, Paul? What's that? Learn to snap the damn ball. Yeah. I mean, good, what the hell, point. man? Good point. Game 14, game 14, and Seth McLaughlin still rolling the damn ball back to the uh, mail roll, man. I, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I was so pissed. Hey, I legend, right I mean, I, I've seen that a couple of times, but, I mean, how, how prevalent has that been all year? It's been, it's been horrible, Paul. I mean, I, I was tweeting in the third quarter, replace the center, replace the center. I knew he was going to do it again. I mean, hell, we was four for 31 against Auburn because he did that yeah. same thing, Paul. Did that same thing, man. Come on, move him to guard. 
I was told today he's coming back next year. If he's coming back next year, he needs to snap the damn ball 8,000 times a day and sleep with a football between his legs the whole offseason. Come on, man. Let me tell you something, Michigan. I don't like you. Here's a middle finger for you. I hope you go on probation for 40 years. I hope Washington beats you by 80 friggin' points. You're a pathetic coach and program. You won. So damn what? That's what I say. I don't give a damn that you won. Let me tell you something, Paul. What do we care about on this show right here? Do we care who wins in that game Monday night between Michigan and Washington? Do we care really? No. Who do we care about, Paul? Who do we care about? What's this network called? Home right now. What's this network called, Paul? The SEC. SEC Ain't that what the network's called? Hell yeah. And who's the champ of the SEC? Alabama. Damn Alabama. We the king of the South. I can live with it. Hell, I didn't think we'd win eight games after the Texas game, to be honest with you. I didn't think we'd win eight games. But we nutted up. You nutted up, Tommy Reese. You nutted up. And let me tell J.K. something. Elijah, the rose of the grave. It's a miracle. He's back. Let me tell you something, Paul. I was on Sunday morning, on the morning after, and right before I came on as a guest, J.K. was on there as a caller, and he picked Alabama to beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl game. And I knew right there we was in trouble when that loser picked us because he ain't picked the game right all year. If I would have been in a room with you right there, J.K., I would have took that damn turnover chain and choked your ass out with it. Dude said it right today. You ain't nothing but a sissy punk. Now you back bragging, running your mouth. You've been in witness protection. Won't you just keep your mouth shut, punk, and be the punk you've been ever since? And let me say something to Jim. You're a two-faced dude. You came on here early in the year talking about uh, Saban ought to retire. Then when he won five or six games, you was back talking about, oh, he looks renewed. He looks like he's got the old Saban back. I tell you, he's got it going on his greatest coaching job. Let the man lose the game, and you got him in the damn grave again. You just like Two-Face on Batman, dude. You don't know a damn thing about Nick Saban. It was his greatest coaching job ever. I love the man. He's got a lot left in him. Won't you just shut the hell up and keep your opinion to yourself? Win, lose, or tie, I'll ride and die with the Crimson Tide. Screw yourself, Michigan. That's what I think about you. Screw yourself. Legend out. Well, 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 what have we got here? What have we got here? It's a Tuesday. Happy New Year there, Paul Pombo. Happy New Year. You know, I'm sitting back, and now all the finger pointing. The gnarling knuckles. Kicking kicking lazy boys. Firing coaches. He's pointing fingers at players. Week 14, week 14, week 14. Give me my black hat. You know. I was watching the Michigan game, and Alabama looked like the same exact team that played Auburn, a six and seven football team. And they got lucky on a play. They should have had pass, offensive pass interference, but for whatever reason, they didn't call it. <clears throat> a six and seven football team. And a lot of people say, well, what about Auburn? What about Auburn? Hey, Auburn's six and seven football team. 
Auburn's not in this discussion. We're talking about the national championship playoff. We're talking about, you know, we got them because Florida State didn't deserve it. We deserve it. It's our right. It's our right. It's our real big right. It's 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 their uh, eliteness that separates them from everybody because they they know football better than anybody. They've turned on their team. They've turned on their coach, and then they want to say this is oh this is if I'd never heard Herb Street and all them talking heads. Oh, this is Nick Saban's best coaching job. Best. Listen, the dude lost control of his team. It was obvious when the quarterback said on TV he went to the offensive coordinator and they threw out half the plays, and then he said himself, we don't practice running plays. I know how to run. The team was hijacked. Nick Saban didn't know what to do with it. He'd become an outsider looking in. You could tell from his demeanor the entire season. Oh, this is the best coaching job he, he 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 stood over there quietly. He even had to go and put his wife in the conversation. You better holler at him. You better cuss him. You better cuss him. He lost control of the team. It's that simple. Michigan whipped that ass. And I tell you what, if Michigan hadn't have got so cute playing that two quarterback deal that wasn't working and just played Michigan football, they'd run them out of the damn stadium. If it wasn't for a muff punt, Alabama wasn't even in position to score the first touchdown. And it, it was so much like the Alabama-Auburn game. And uh, and the same Alabama team showed up, and Michigan just pushed them aside. Just pushed them aside, Paul. Did you, did you hear what I said? I they it. pushed them aside and didn't care. They weren't intimidated. And as, as far as coaching, uh, uh, you know, coaching out there, there's probably six or seven teams right now that played against Alabama and said, you know, we should – they were intimidated, and they didn't. They were scared of them, and they should have went and hit them in the damn mouth. There's only 11 of them on the field against your 11. They're not all that. They pushed them aside, and there was nothing at the end of the day that Nick Saban or Jalen Mirror, who were making point fingers at the center and the quarterbacks and the running backs and the halfbacks and, 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 and the cheerleaders and the band. Michigan was totally, totally disrespected through the process. Totally disrespect. The team didn't even have a coach for six games, three in the beginning, three in the end, and they still there, Paul Thurmbaugh. They just pushed them aside. Well, 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 what have we got here? So now let me ask you a real serious question. Do you like Washington or uh, Michigan, Paul? I. You got an answer. Uh, Who's playing again? Washington and Alabama, is that right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Did they get? Did, you know what? Georgia would have beat the living hell out of both those two teams that we saw, Michigan and in Alabama. But unfortunately, they didn't get to play. Way, either. I mean, is it is it still a chance that the committee can just put Alabama in, saying that they don't they don't like Michigan's uniform oh, or something? Oh, absolutely, they can they can do it. They can do it right they, now. They would but, be favored guess against what? Washington. It's going to be a long. 365 days, Paul Farnborough, because this is not Nick Saban's best coaching job. He got hijacked, and he stood over there and watched. Nothing he could do about it. Absolutely nothing he could do about it. You have a great day, Wardam Eagle. Go Washington. Okay, Larry wanted to clarify something. Larry, you are back. You know, I had to listen to that BS. Let me tell you something. I'm in. I hope a thousand fleas climbed up your a hole. 
I, I'll tell you something. I hope your New Year's is miserable every freaking day. I hope you do not have a good day ever the rest of your old miserable, cantankerous, hate family life. Now, you take that and roll it up and stick it up where that sun don't shine way up there. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Now, roll tide and kiss it. Beat your ass. Well, it sure is good to hear from you, Larry. Why don't we take a break? And we are right back with so much more. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMS.com Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to find getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details and we are back and shannon is up next in augusta hello shannon Happy 2024, Paul. How are you doing? We are doing great. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Paul, I just have a short message for the Alabama fans. Some have called you. I've been around some today who have been so critical of Coach Saban and think it's time for him to leave. And the message is, y'all are crazy. You're insane. The man is the greatest college football coach of all time. He did a great job coaching this year. And when these people call into your show, and what I said to a few people today is, if he leaves, who are you going to hire that you think would possibly be better? Who's going to be better than Coach Saban? Okay, let's run through some of the suspects that have been sort of out there on the Internet. 
A few years ago, we would have said that Dabo was a candidate, but the shine is totally off him. You've got Dan Lanning from Oregon, and as a Georgia fan, I think he's a fantastic young coach. I also think he knows better than to follow a legend. You've got even Lane Kiffin out there, but he's kind of different. He's sort of eccentric. I'm not sure how Alabama fans or fans would feel when he was on social media talking about um, yoga and fishing in Miami. Kirby is the only coach that comes close to the Alabama standard, and he's not going to Tuscaloosa. So my message to Alabama fans is you need to enjoy the time you have with Coach Saban. You need to enjoy every single game because I'm old enough to remember the dark periods of Alabama football, Mike Shula, Bill Curry, Mike Price. And when you, when you lose Coach Saban, you very well, Alabama fans, could go back to a dark period like that, and you're going to be looking at, over at us in Athens. And remember, Kirby Smart is only 48 years old, and he's going to be hell on wheels for another 10 or 15 years. So go dogs, Paul. Uh, can't wait for next football season. I'm already counting it down. Appreciate the show. Thank you very much, Shannon. Great call. Handsome Joe is up next. Roll tie roll, Paul Fine Bob. You know what? You ought to let drunk, drunk, drunk Georgia ladies get on the phone late in the afternoon, Paul. I, I, what's that crazy lady talking about? There ain't nobody Alabama fan I know want Nick Saban to leave. I mean, she's punch drunk. She, what she is, she's still upset over that ass beating Alabama gave Georgia well, uh, when we took uh, that. I seat. think uh, Jim from Tuscaloosa said he needs to move on. Well, that's Jim. I mean, that's. <laughs> We had another hey, caller, hey, pretty, uh, pretty loyal Alabama fan, just said that the, the time has come. Well, I mean, there ain't nobody in my neck that would say it's time for him to go. Now, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't, you know, head coach don't have all his assistants. That happens year in and year out. But, you know, he can't do it all. But, hey, he does a good year, you know, good job every year. And, no, we're going to lose a game or two, you know, every and there, but – Hey, if you only lose two games in a year, that's not bad. I mean, we won the SEC. We got that back at Alabama. But, you know, Paul, last night was a – it was a long, long, long cold night here in Red Bay, Alabama. I guarantee it, Paul. I paced the floor all night long, shaved three times, took four showers, finally went to bed about 10 o'clock this morning, got up about 5 o'clock, about, well, about 30 minutes ago. So it's, it's been a long, you know, long 24 hours for me. That's for sure. But you know what? Hey, we're not we're not down in the dumps. We're not crybabies like Florida State fans, like Georgia fans are. I mean, we're nothing like that. And when somebody calls in and wants to say like that last lady, wants to say Alabama, I don't know how many times she said Alabama fans, but that just shows the hate hurt her heart and jealousy. And when our man got on, he pretty much admitted that every team we played was intimidated by Alabama this year. Ain't that pretty much what he said? He said Michigan shouldn't have been intimidated by us, and if other teams hadn't been intimidated. So he just admitted that every team we played was intimidated by Alabama this year. So, you know, so he actually gave us a compliment. So, you know, he knows Alabama's better than Auburn. And, you know, and Nick Saban, yeah, we, we lost two games. But, hey, Hugh Freeze lost seven games. They had a losing record at Auburn. So, you know, that's all I got to say about that. And J.K. and all these Bama haters, Hey, Bama ain't going nowhere. We're here. We're going to be right back in it next year like we are every year. No, we get, well, you know, chances of winning it ain't good for any team. Look at Georgia. I mean, they were favored, and Alabama went over there. Georgia and smoked them. So that's just, that's just part of life. But, hey, I'm, I'm happy where we're at. I mean, we played two number one teams back-to-back, beat one of them, took the other into overtime. I mean, so, we, you know, it wasn't, 
It ain't like Bama's just trashed because we're definitely not. The two teams we lost to was both in the playoffs this year. And one of them's in a in the the national championship game. So it's not a it's not like Bama's a dumpster fire because we're not and we're just nothing but reloading, rebuilding, just same as we do every year. Now Bama's gonna be fine, Joe, you know. That this is now the longest stretch that Nick Saban has gone without winning a national title. Well, we took a little bit. We took a step a little bit further than what we did last year. You know, we got we got one thing back. We did. So my question, you, uh, Joe, is uh, considering Alabama has had one title in six years, and that was during COVID. Is the dynasty still alive? Of course it is. It's it's, it's still there. I mean, to to most of us it is. You know. I'm not one of these. If we don't win at all, that's 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 it. You know, I'm I'm you know because you're not going to win most question, of. My question, Joe, is how can you define a dynasty when in that six-year period, or or is it almost seven now? Kirby Smart's won more national championships than you have. Well, we're 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 an SEC dynasty. I mean, we we win well, more SECs. That's, that's not no. That, that, I think that's a little bit of a revisionist history. Anyway, thanks for the call. George is up next. Uh, hey, George. How you doing today, Paul? We are doing great. Thank you. Well, um, you know, I've been trying the last couple of weeks to get in, having to work. And of course, uh, you know, we're still in mourning over the SEC uh, championship game loss or whatever. But, you know, um, boy, uh, it just uh, blows my mind with the, uh, the, the Bama fans, the true Bama fans, that uh, just can't face reality, you know. Their guys, uh, the guys were reading their own newspaper clippings. They went in there to 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 play Michigan or whatever, and and they just weren't up for the game. Um, you know, we did it. We did it two years ago in the SEC championship and lost by what 17 points to Alabama. Of course, now they came back ready to go from the national championship game and dusted that tail. Um, you know, uh, I just uh, – I really feel like that, um, you know, I, I want to do a little bit of crying as a Georgia fan. I just feel like that when the committee dropped Georgia five spots after a three-point loss, um, I just – you know, I didn't feel like that was right. But but in any event, um, you know, um, looking forward, uh, the SEC is going to be a grinder. A meat grinder for the next. Yeah, no, it um, really will. Hey, I, I hate to run to George, but we're close on time. Thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. This is uh, this is from uh, John tweets. If you've never turned into Feinbaum the day after an Alabama loss, you haven't experienced how beautiful college football can be. We do endorse that message. We'll take a short break. 30 minutes remaining right here. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We are back, and we've had quite a show. We still have 25, 30 minutes remaining, and Jim is up next. Did your uh, one and only Lion Legion say that I was two-faced, Paul? Is that what he said? He did say that, yes. Well, let me tell you something, Lion Legion. I'm not two-faced. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. I said, Saban, it's time to go, and I believe it is time to go. I believe it's, it's, he's old now, and he's looking old, and I'm sorry. I like him. He was great. But it, it comes a time when all things good must end, and this is one of them, I think. But I'm not a two-faced like you are. You're a lying loser. That's all you are. A loudmouth. That's all you are. A thug. A criminal tire. You're the original criminal tire. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. AJ is up next. What is what is that full metal jacket, Paul? Where that uh, yeah, that guy says uh, you can't handle the truth. Well, Jim, you can't handle the damn truth. That's why you think, quit uh, AJ, all the that time. Was a, that was a that was a few good men. Few good men. Okay, yeah, that's right. Well, got my movies mixed up, but uh, how's how's the fam, Paul? Happy New doing, Year. How are the fam? Great. Haven't seen much of them, but, uh, but I'm about to. I'm, I'm talking about the Bama fam, Paul. I mean, uh, there's only been a couple of handful of callers. I would have hey, expected AJ, more you, out of them, uh, wouldn't before you? Before you go on, had, uh, I, I didn't catch the uh, Music City Bowl. I was out in California. We didn't we didn't get it out there on my team. It was the violin bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That was absurd. I mean, no, that was no, atrocious. Maybe he ought uh, to prepare the next time. I mean, not only that, all of them. I mean, that was just a poor outing altogether. But I will say uh, I was going to open up a, a T-shirt shop, Paul, and I was going to see if you wanted to invest in it. And, uh, the first shirt that uh, I'm going to make is uh, for Stacy, an extra small in the girl size. It says, fourth and goal, and the tide didn't roll. Woo! The tide didn't roll. We got the best coach ever. We got the best team. We're the best. Dog. I mean, come on. What we found out, two good takes right here on the end of the year. Alabama really wasn't all that good. Texas's victory over Alabama really was not all that impressive. And Georgia is the new Clemson. And Kirby is the new Dabo Sweeney. And Alabama's back to burying, uh, burying Nick Saban. Alabama fans, that is, the Fairweathers. 
your bunch of pathetic fan base, your bunch of quitters, you the scum of the earth, and war down eagle. Love you, Paul. Stacy is up next. You should have put me on with him again, Paul. He got to keep calling my name, talking about fourth and third, fourth and three. Well, that's okay. At least we got fourth and third and one. I'm so sick and tired of AJ, but I ain't called for that. What I call for is, you know, the older you get, the wiser you should get. But but you see, you see, Jim and I man proved that that's a big lie. Cause they 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 so they 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 idiots. You, they just idiots. Now I want to get to you, Paul, because I be trying to be nice, Paul, and I always take up for you. But legend come on and legend say, hey, look at that last play, you know. Blah, 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 blah. And here you go, Tom. All he had to do is go to the left. Paul Feinbaum. Didn't I say the same thing earlier? I don't remember. Well, I did. I did. I said the same thing day. earlier. <laughs> and then what you going to tell me is it was a bad play. Okay, yeah, it was, Stacey, a, black, it was a bad so play. Personally, you're, you're a caller to the show, okay? Let me tell you something, Paul. Was it a good play or was it a bad play? It was a bad play because it didn't work. <laughs> Roll time, and by the way, that that's the way I, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to coaches and they say, I call Spurrier was the best at this. He would always say, I called the perfect play, but he overthrew him. Well, he's your quarterback. Give him a play he doesn't overthrow. Mark is in Mississippi. Hello, Mark. Hotty tiny gosh almighty, who the hell are we, Paul? We are the team that just kicked the hell out of number 10, 10 State's ass. And isn't it fitting we get our chance to do it at the last game of the season? After, I think it was midseason, I was going bananas on your show about Penn State being ranked number 10. I think at the same scenario, Ole Miss is ranked number 11. And it's laughable if you compare our schedules. We play such a much tougher schedule than they have. So for us to get a chance to prove who is – deserves to be in the top 10 it, it couldn't have ended better and i want to give a shout out and a thanks to lane kiffin the coaching staff and all the players for a historic memorable season man y'all kicked ass and uh i want to give a warning to the southeastern conference the next season we're coming be afraid be very afraid because we're coming the future's so bright for us we couldn't wear shades and one last thing before I got to go, Paul, I got to give a quick shout out to Chris Beard, the Ole Miss basketball coach. He's going to be the coach of the year this year. He's got us turned around already. We're undefeated, ranked number 15. I hope you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Paul. And until I talk to you next time, bye. Jerry is in Indiana. Hello, Jerry. Hey, how's it going, Paul? We're doing great. Yeah, partner, I'll I tell you what. For people to talk about getting rid of Nick Saban, they must be out of their minds, completely out of their minds. The only the only problem that I see with Nick Saban today is the, the big mistake that he made was <laughs> was hiring Tommy Reese. You know, Tommy Reese is a he's a he's a Notre Dame uh, uh, play caller. Alabama's not. We didn't play we didn't play Alabama football the other night. We weren't passing the ball. We weren't we weren't going for a uh, the plays that that normally Alabama spanks the butt of their the opposite team. 
you know, it's 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 amazing to me, and and especially you know we talked that last play to death. I know we have, but um, one other thing, you know, we said everybody in the world, everybody that was watching that set right there and knew what that play was going to be. I tell you, Nick, Nick needs to take a look at his uh, offensive play calling. Saban's uh, the greatest coach next to uh, Bear Bryant, I guess, as, as there ever was. People, people are out of their minds to even think about getting rid of Nick Saban. You know, you take that, you take that Alabama team from the beginning of this year. Look at what they were. I told my wife, I said, you know, Alabama's not, <clears throat> they're not going to get there. They won't get there for another year. But believe me, Alabama will, will bring in. Well, you, these you know, guys Gary, in the end, uh, Alabama lost to the number three team in the country and the number one team in the country. Right. Uh, you know, the, last year that, that that was a little different, uh, but but that's that's who Alabama is, and, and and as long as Alabama fans demand national championships, fans will be disappointed on the day after. Thank you very very much for the call, Chris. In OKC, good afternoon. Paul, woo, fine bomb. I have been waiting for this moment to talk to you, legend, Larry, and all of you SEC people. How you like us now in the Big Ten? How you like us now? SEC speed. We whipped you from the time the game started to the time it ended. The best thing that Alabama had on us was special teams. You tell legend Larry and all the rest of them, you better hope Harbaugh doesn't stay. Because if he does, it's over. We got this. And then one more thing. I heard one of you guys talk about the three stars moving to five stars. Paul, that's called development. Stars don't matter what you talk about. In, in college, it's called development. We develop ours three years in a row. We've beaten Ohio State three years in a row. Yeah, we had a little problem there in the, with TCU. Yeah, Georgia was, was, was better than we were in 2021. Georgia wasn't better this year. Bama wasn't better this year. Matter of fact, they won't be playing in a national title game this year. Paul, Legend, Larry, and all you other SEC homers, go blue. Even in victory, they screw it up. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't get a trash talking uh, call in without falling all over. And I can't say the word I was about to say. Uh, we'll take a short break. And we are back after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 